Wherever the art of medicine is loved, there is also a love of humanity. Hippocrates. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Joining us today is Lorraine Woodworth, a nurse. Welcome, Lorraine. How do you do? Nice to be here. So tell us a little bit about you and what you do. All right. I am a registered nurse, and I started in the 90s in Reading. And for some very odd reason, I've always been fascinated with surgical procedures that alter our functions in some way that have to be adapted Hmm. and wounds and things that a lot of people may not be particularly interested in, but it's always fascinated me. So after I finished my bachelor's degree at Chico State, I went on to get a certification in wounds, ostomies, and continence. So that's my area that I function in, and now I'm a hospice nurse. That's kind of the way I've done. I'm semi-retired, but I still do work. So in a lot of popular media, there's this certain idea of what a nurse is. You know, people will picture the TV shows. How much of that would you say is true? Well, nursing is one of those most highly respected professions. Statistically, when they do tests or surveys of who you trust, who you don't trust, There are people who will trust their nurse over their doctor. The best nurses, I think, are people who really love the science of it, the interaction with human beings, and the ability to help people. And those that are just punching the clock for a job, well, you know, they're in every line of work, even your doctors and people like that. So there's this idea that all nurses are kind, gentle, loving, caring kind of characters who are very sensitive souls. Do you find that no. to be accurate? A- anybody that knows me knows that's not true. <laughs> I'm, so- I'm sorry. No, not, not every nurse is. No, not every human being is. It's a tremendous cross-section of humanity is in, in the nursing profession. I feel like it would be a lot like police work or firework of sometimes they start out being bright and hopeful, but over time with all of the things they deal with, they get a little jaded when it comes to optimism in the world. Well, a lot of that depends on what area of nursing you're in. In my own personal experience, that's all I have to go by. People that work in emergency Those are the people that are going to see all kinds of uh, negative aspects of humanity. People that work in surgical floors, you know, they deal with medical doctors and post-operative. Everybody has a different job. I think that some people have a gallows type of humor, and they'll see funny in things that other people would shiver at. But I don't think it's intended to be mean or nasty. It's just you have to in some way protect yourself from some of the things that you see. But I've never met a nurse that's deliberately mean or is totally indifferent to the suffering of people. Mm -hmm. I don't think they'd last very long. So I didn't realize before, and I feel terrible about this now, that there are different kinds of nurses in one hospital. So let's take the emergency room, for instance. Those nurses are at a specific level of emergency, just stop bleeding, 
restore breathing. This is what we need to do right immediately. On another floor, there we call med surge, a medical unit. People have come in being sick or they've just had surgery and they're having a rather normal recovery or an expected recovery. But that nurse will be specially experienced in taking care of antibiotics and hanging the medicines and watching for reactions to the medicines, looking for infections in the wound, making sure that whatever was sewn up stays sewn up, all those kinds of things. In an ortho floor, an orthopedic surgery floor, you have to know about all kinds of different equipment that people come in with tractions and they're all hung differently with things to keep a leg that's been broken in place. I mean, every single floor in a hospital has a specific type of patient that they're dealing with. And then, you know, like you get a person like me, for instance, when I worked in the hospital, if I was working as a wound and ostomy nurse, ostomy means opening external mouth to outside the body and the word before that or the preface is whatever part of the body has been made into an ostomy. Mm -hmm. You've got the person that needs to be fitted with the appliance and for it to work, you have to educate them or if they have a wound, you just do rounds all day with people that have wounds and come up with treatment plans for them. So there's dialysis nurses, nurses that specialize in kidney dialysis. That's a very specific skill and job. I mean, those are just a few of the things Mm -hmm. that different nurses are skilled and trained to do. So for an author, it's very important to, if they have a nurse character, what kind of nurse are they going to be in the story? What do they need to know specifically? Right. Well, for instance, if you have a character in your writing that has a gunshot wound, the nurse can't be a labor and delivery nurse. I didn't even get into that. You want the nurse that knows what to do when a person comes in with a gunshot wound and they've had experience. You know that they're going to need x-ray, they're going to need blood, they're going to need all these things. And so you would expect your character and the nurse in that position to have certain levels of skill. Yeah, you got to know what kind of nurse they are. So we did have a listener have a question for you. The question is... How would diabetes affect a character dying from an infection? I believe this character is writing a post-apocalyptic kind of story where antibiotics aren't readily available. Oh, well, a diabetic person, if anybody's blood sugar gets to be over 150, the white blood cells do not function efficiently to go after infection. When an infection presents itself, the body itself sets up a defense. And to make it just as simple as possible. When a person has diabetes, their blood is more like syrup than water. The white blood cells can't get to the bacteria in order to break them down and destroy them. So if you don't have artificial antibiotics, then the body is not going to be able to fight its own infection. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So get the fluids down and get the blood sugar as normal as you can possibly get it. But a post-apocalyptic, you're not going to have blood sugar medicines either. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any stories that you could share with us that might represent what you do for the authors that are listening? One of the things that I tell is that you learn from your patients as well. I had a patient, an old man. He wasn't in the hospital for this particular problem. He was sick with something else, and he had an ostomy. I was trying to show him how to do it, kind of, you know, I've been to school, I know how to do this kind of stuff. 
And he looks at me and he said, young lady, you don't know what you're doing. If you want to do this as a job, you, you better learn to listen to the people you're taking care of. So sit down and let me show you something. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I will learn from this old man. Another story in the ostomy thing. I had a lady who was 87, and we're in, in the bathroom. I'm trying to show her how to take care of this thing. And she says, well, you know, I've got to get home and start taking care of Oscar. And I said, Oscar? Who's Oscar? I mean, I knew her family by then. She'd been there for two weeks. She patted her side. She says, my ostomy. She named it Oscar. <laughs> and, and she was going to learn how to take care of it. Those are the things that you take to your heart every time things don't work out so well. <laughs> so that, those are two of my stories I can come up with right off the top of my head. I love them. Yep. <laughs> so throughout our conversation, you've been throwing out a lot of lingo. What do you think is important for authors to know if they're writing a nurse character? Or where can they turn to get and use realistic lingo without it sounding very wrong to somebody who knows what they're talking about? There's nothing to compete with actually talking to a nurse. But the glossaries that are in nursing textbooks, those are good places because even if it doesn't answer all your questions, it can give you at least where to start to look for an answer. But I wouldn't put anything in a book that's specific unless you know really what that word means. Or find yourself a nursing friend to say, hey, does this make sense? Is it real? Right. Does it actually apply in this scenario? I've been asked those questions before. And it's always a challenge to think about it that way. If I happen to watch a medical thing and somebody says something that's really like, oh, come on. You have to say it. You have to mention it out loud, even if you're sitting in a room all by yourself. That wouldn't happen. <laughs> they wouldn't say that. <laughs> I do that with my own job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody does. And I will say, talking from experience, that if you know this nurse outside of this author relationship and you don't preface that this question is about your book, make sure you let them know, hey, I'm asking about motorcycle head wounds for my book, not for somebody that I'm actually like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know had that panic attack myself. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, we say, for research, then ask the question. <laughs> don't ask about gunshot wounds unless you tell somebody that it's for research <laughs> okay well thank you so much for joining us there's a lot of good information that we have here very much appreciate it and I personally very much appreciate your help in answering these kinds of questions in my own storytelling there's nothing more flattering to a person than for somebody to ask their advice even if it's about a fantasy character in a book. I don't think any nurses will mind being asked these kind of questions. It's very flattering. So long as the timing is right. If you're in the hospital <laughs> getting treated for something, that might not be the best time. <laughs> right. <laughs> but in anything you do, make sure you always write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.